0: This conversation from the Augusta Golf Show is brought to you by Gerald Jones Audi, online at AugustaAudi.com. Well, our friend Scott Perel has won twice on the PGA Tour Champions. This year, he's got three runner-up finishes. He currently stands ninth in the Charles Schwab Cup standings. Always a pleasure to welcome Scott Perrell back to the Augusta Golf Show. Hi, Scott. Hey, Don. How are you? I'm great. How you been? I'm good. Um, All right, sum up the season for me to this point.
1: Um, It's been good. Uh, You know, I'm a little little disappointed that I haven't won. Uh, That was kind of a goal, obviously, when the year started. Uh, I've had some good tournaments. You know, I'm still in position to have a pretty good finish at the the Schwab Cup. I'm going to have to win a couple times to have any chance to win, but... um, I've been playing good golf here lately. Just haven't been scoring very well. So I'm hoping, you know, how, that's kind of how golf is. Sometimes you you play well and your scores don't reflect it necessarily, um, you know. But that can change at any. Hopefully, it you know this week will be the week. To the
0: to the to the recreational golfer listening to this program, watching you guys play out there, try to explain the difference between winning. And finishing third or fourth. I'm thinking it's minuscule. It's it's a putt here or there.
1: Uh, you know, it is. It it really to me, I mean it just boils down to who's who's making the putts. I mean, you guys who are in the top ten uh from week to week are generally all playing pretty similar unless you have a you know, somebody who really has a runaway week, which doesn't really happen very often on this tour. Um but yeah, it's the guy who's who's making the putts. And, uh, you know, not giving away too many shots. You know, it's so easy to, you know, last two days I shot a couple of 69s on Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, felt like I'd give away four or five shots each day. So, you know, you're obviously not going to shoot 64 every time you play. But it's really the guy who minimizes, you know, what, you know, the shots that he gives away. Times when he, you know, a three-putt or, uh, you know, you, you make a bogey from the middle of the fairway when you have no business doing something like that. So. That's the guy that wins. You know, nobody plays perfect for you know for every day. You know, we play fifty-four hole tournaments, so nobody's playing every hole perfectly. But it's the guy who, you know, minimizes the mistake here or there that's going to end up winning.
0: You know, you make a great point that I'd never really thought about. Why don't you see runaway winners on that tour? Is it is it the the parity of play? Is it three rounds? Well, how come you don't? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it. I think it's probably the three rounds has a lot to do with it. Um, you know, <clears throat> 54 holes is not a lot of time to, to you know, get far, far away. Um, you know, 18, 72, it doesn't seem like it would make that big a difference, but if you had an extra 18 holes, I think you'd have a lot more four- or five-shot victories on this tour because the guy who's playing well, you know, in general he's going to stay somewhere in the teens under par, 13 to 19 under par. So, you know, if you're around 15 under – three days that's pretty good golf you know you you have had an extra day in there where you played really well and then you're getting into the low 20s you know i think you got a chance to to win by more than three or four but generally around here i think on this tour guys are pretty you know the level of of game out here is pretty similar across the board and like i said it's just the guy who's holding the putts that week you know jerry kelly i think here lately has been playing some great golf and i i hadn't played with him you know, during this stretch when he's winning, but I'd be willing to bet he's right up there and, in, in leading the tour and putting right now. So that's really what it comes down to.
0: Scott, what part of your game is, is, is better today than it was two years ago?
1: Uh, my short game, my you know, from inside a hundred yards and on the greens is, is, uh, definitely more consistent. Um, you can't have any success. You can't win on this tour without it. So, um, yeah I, I would have to say it's a pretty easy call here lately i haven't been holing as many putts i'm hitting a lot of good putts but they're not going in so and that's just kind of how you know golf is cyclical that way you're going to putt great every week um, you just have to keep hitting good putts and hope that you know you're going to make make your share
0: we're talking with uh, scott perrell here on the augusta golf show so in a couple of weeks In the playoffs, you you defend at the Triple Q. There, Um, you had the experience earlier this year of defending at Boeing. What what's the defending champ? What's that feeling like? What were you thinking going into Boeing? And and how? What's it like to be the defending champ?
1: Uh, You know, obviously, it's great. Uh, I think maybe I'm hoping that I'll do a little better job this this next one. I think you get a little, um, you know, caught up in and wanting to defend and you think too much about results uh, rather than just playing golf. And i um, you know, I think you, you can't go into a tournament trying to predict how you're going to play or what you're going to shoot. You just have to play, you know, it's cliche, but you just got to play it one hole at a time. And I think when you're a defending champion, your goal maybe is, you know, already set for you. Well, I'd like to defend, you know, I want to win. I won last year. I should win this year. And I think it's tough to have that kind of attitude. I think you just have to play the golf tournament as it comes. And I'm hoping this time, you know, I kind of felt myself maybe doing that a little bit in Seattle, probably putting a little too much pressure on myself and I didn't play very well. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, in California in a couple of weeks I'll learn from that and just play it as a golf tournament. And, you know, obviously I can play the golf course. Well, I did well last year. So there's, you know, there's no reason I can't be, you know, Competitive. Whether I win or not, we'll see. But I'd, I'd like to be a little more competitive than I was in Seattle. Um,
0: PGA PGA Tour champions announced um, earlier this year that in January of next year, the um, the tour is going to play a tournament in Morocco. Are you going to go?
1: Oh yeah, I'm going to go.
0: I'm assuming yep. you've not been to Morocco.
1: No, actually, I have, and I really played the I've played the golf course that we're playing. Yes. Back in, uh, I believe in 2010, when I was playing on the, uh, the e-golf mini tour, we actually had a, two mini tour events over there in Morocco. Uh, the guy that was uh, the president or owner of our tour lived in Charlotte, and I think he he somehow ran into the, to the Prince of Morocco somewhere in Charlotte and got to talking to him and the Prince was obviously a big-time golfer. They own golf courses and everything else, I'm sure, in Morocco. And this Prince convinced David Siegel with his name that, you know, maybe we should come over there and play some tournaments. And, you know, David, of course, was, a uh, you know, I don't think you really understand how many tours work. It's You know, these guys don't have a lot of money. Uh, but anyway, they ended up, you know, the Prince ended up picking up quite a few of the expenses for us. So we, you know, we had to... Uh, I think we had a hundred guys or so that went over there and played. Um, actually, another guy who has Augusta connections, Philip Malaco won one of those tournaments over there. So, um, yeah. So it was. Uh, and, I, and I could not remember the golf course. We played two different courses, and I thought that the one that I saw that we were, were playing next year was one that we had played. And for sure, sure enough, it was. So.
0: Yeah, I don't think at any other point on this program has someone said, "Yeah, he ran into the Prince in Charlotte." Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um is there a T-bones in Morocco? <laughs>
1: yeah, don't, I don't doubt it. Is there a, I didn't see one when I was there. Is I'll there a
0: crispy cream in Morocco? Uh
1: no, I don't okay. I don't believe so. No. I don't believe so. I think our accommodations um obviously they're going to take great care of us. They're excited to have us over there. I think our accommodations and uh will probably be a little bit better than than what we had <laughs> when we were playing on the e-golf. Not that it was bad. No, 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 no. I, no. I
0: just, I
1: gotta believe it. Just be a little bit, uh, a little bit different.
0: Is your bride going?
1: Uh, you know, I don't think she will. But okay. I, I don't. It's it's up in the air at this okay, point. Well, I right. just the problem with it. A little bit of the problem with it is going to be the, the scheduling. Unfortunately, for our tour, I don't think worked out exactly like they wanted because we're going to be in Hawaii, which is who knows how many hours different time zone that is. Right. Uh, from morocco so we're going to be in hawaii then we're back for a week and then we go to morocco and we're back for a week and then we go to florida so there's it's mm-hmm. a little choppy there's no you know continuity about it so right. i think after hawaii mary probably want to hang out at home
0: um ask you a couple of questions here quickly before i let you go about some folks who who may join you out there on the champions tour ernie ernie l's turned 50 this week do you think you'll see ernie out there
1: 100% do. Yeah. From what I've heard, uh, I th- you know, he's pretty good friends with Retief, and I've played a fair amount with Retief out here and talked to him. And I think Retief sounds like, you know, talking to Ernie, he's very excited about playing out here.
0: Okay. And then in a couple of years, a year or two, uh, Phil will turn 50. Do you think you'll see Phil out there?
1: You know, I've heard different, varying reports. You know, there are guys that live in Scottsdale that play out here who, who have. Uh, You know, have kind of talked to guys who are friends of Phil's, and Phil's indicated that he is going to play some out here. Now, whether or not I would be very surprised if he's playing a full schedule, but I I would see him, you know, potentially playing in majors, maybe doing a little bit like what Steve Stricker has done out here. Um, You know, I don't, I don't know if he he looks like the way he's conditioning himself that he's that he's really trying to make a run at, you know, playing more on the PGA Tour, but. I don't know. I know Phil likes to win, and I think, you know, with his game, he's, he obviously has a. He could probably dominate out here, just like Steve Stricker probably could if, if he played a little more.
0: He is our buddy, Scott Perrell. He is uh, playing this weekend as the playoffs begin for the Charles Schwab Cup. Uh, Scott, thank you for taking the time to do this. I always appreciate it. Play well.
1: Thank you, John.